This is The Jerry Callahan Show. He's a uh, American hero. Uh, he stopped a mass he, uh, stopped a, a mass shooter with real evil intentions in Indiana. He was a guy hanging out at the food court at the mall on a on a Saturday or Sunday uh, with his girlfriend, and he showed more guts, more courage than all 376 cops who were on the scene in Uvalde, Texas. It ain't about the gun. It's about the guts. And boy, did this kid have it. I would like to know why we're not going to see him on like late night TV shows, see him being the grand marshal at various parades. Why won't everybody know his name? Eli Dickin. We will tell you about Eli Dickin today. He's a hero. You know who's not a hero? Uh, Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci is just the opposite. He is a villain. He's a bum. He's a disgrace. And he decided he's going to retire at the end of Joe Biden's term, <laughs> retire, which means he's going to retire 10 minutes before he would get fired ignominiously by the next president and investigated by the next Congress. Hopefully they uh, they haunt him to the grave. By the way, he'll be 84 <laughs> when he's going to retire. What a guy. He's finally going to step down after like 60 years on the at the public trough. Um Big, big news out of the Live Golf Tournament, signing up David Faraday. And I have to say, that is brilliant. But the other idea, another idea they have, another celebrity, is even bigger, even better. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll tell you about that. And uh, the charges, big shocker, charges against the Colbert crew, all these, these smarmy punks who work for Stephen Colbert, these alleged comedy writers and comedians. Charges dropped. They did exactly, exactly what hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people did on January 6th. Those people are in jail. Many of them still in jail. Went to, many of them went to jail. Some are still in jail. The charges uh, against the Colbert crew who, you know, are uh, who uh, have the right politics. Charges drop. They can go free. We have the identity of the uh, sanitizer man, the cop who was sanitizing his hands. Since we're talking about heroes and villains, we get another villain. We'll tell you about him and uh, a parade. There's a parade. I don't even know how to explain this. At a parade in Philadelphia, a Sesame Street character didn't shake hands with every kid. In fact, the ses- I don't even know if it's a man or a woman. Bypassed some of the black kids. And now the families of the black kids are suing because the mascot didn't high five their children. Can't make this up. We'll get into that a lot more in today's Callahan Show brought to you by my pillow. We love my pillow. Just go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow, which is normally $69.98, is only $19.98 with code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show because like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. MyPillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half off slippers, six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Jerry. 
All right, did you know, uh, quick, quick, quick question for you, Ironhead. Did you know the name Eli Dickin? Did you know? Did you know his story? Did you know about him? I heard um, the story, this, did not hear his name. This this is going to annoy me. It, 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 it This is always the case. You sit there, you say, this is incredibly heroic. I will give you the details of the story. Uh, the, the, they were, they were, uh, the authorities in a press conference gave details yesterday about the shooting at the mall uh, in Greenwood, Indiana. Um, it was a 6 p.m. Sunday afternoon. People, nice summer day, but some people like going in the mall, nice air-conditioned mall. This guy, Eli, was hanging with his girlfriend at the food court, probably having some, uh, I don't know, some junk food, or giving us some slice of Sabaro, uh, or, or uh, you know, maybe maybe this is Chick-fil-A. Oh, no, it can't be a Chick-fil-A because it's Sunday. So it wasn't Chick-fil-A. But they were hanging at the food court when the scumbag gunman, Jonathan Douglas Sepperman, 20, came out of the men's room where he hung out for uh, over an hour to get up the, I don't know, to get up the guts to go and start shooting innocent people. He shot three people, so he succeeded in uh, inflicting some damage, some some evil, some carnage. Uh, shot a couple, Pedro Pineda and Rosa Marian Rivera de Pineda, and a third guy, Victor Gomez, 30 years old, all from uh, Indianapolis, uh, killed three people. He had hundreds of rounds of ammunition. He had real big plans. He was going to kill lots and lots of uh, innocent shoppers and and diners at this mall, Greenwood Park Mall. Um Unfortunately for him, this twenty-two-year-old uh, guy, Eli Dickin, uh, his first name is E L I S J S H A. I couldn't pronounce that uh, if you paid me. Eli, Eli shortened to Eli Dickin, twenty-two of Seymour, Indiana. He was with his girlfriend. He pulled out his uh, legally licensed gun, his handgun, his Glock, and fired. Uh, 10 rounds from 40 yards away at this moving target, this gunman, and took him out, killed him. Uh, This is from um, the police chief. His actions were nothing short of heroic. He engaged the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun and was very proficient in that, very tactically sound. And as he moved to close in on the suspect, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. Many more people would have died last night if not for a responsible armed citizen that took action very quickly within the first two minutes. Now, we can, you can debate, we will have the damn gun debate, you know, every day forever, I guess. Uh, but this, this is a great example of a good guy with a gun. Uh, I think it was Chris Murphy, I get that quote from uh, Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut, who is is almost as, as, as loathsome as uh, my two senators, almost, not quite. Um, after uh, Uvalde, after the report on Uvalde came out saying that how bad the cops uh, responded, how, how gutless, how cowardly they were, uh, Chris Murphy said, quote, this incident puts to bed forever the question of whether the way to deal with bad guys with guns is to make sure there are more good guys with guns. Puts to bed forever that question. Well, a couple of days later, Eli Dickin <laughs> uh, 
brought that question back up again. Do we need uh, good guys with guns, concealed guns, guns they're carrying to stop bad guys with guns? And I think there's no better evidence than this. Again, I'm not a gun guy. I'm not really passionate about the subject, but this is a great example of a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun before he could do more damage. Now, he, 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 guns is only, again, guns is only part of it. The guys in Evaldi all had guns. In fact, let's do the tale of the tape. The, the hero <laughs> of Greenwood, Indiana versus the cowards of Evaldi. The guy from Greenwood, Eli Dickin, had no formal training. He did, he was not military. He was not law enforcement. He had no long gun, no AR, no uh, rifle. He had no body armor. He had no helmet. He had no goggles. He had no shield. He had no help. He had no support. He was uh, standing alone, ushering people out of the way and, and taking out the gunman from 40 yards away. It's an amazing display. Now contrast this with the 376 cops in Uvalde who should all be fired. I decided fire all of them. Fire, in fact, fire Fire, fire, come up with some more. I want to get it up to 400. Fire 400 of them. <laughs> there was an incredible hearing in Evaldi yesterday where parents, some grieving parents, others others whose kids survived but are traumatized and don't want to go back to school, just reaming out the chief and everybody else and saying you're cowards and you're disgraced. Fire them all. It's the only uh, right thing to do now. I'm not saying it's a solution or a cure, but it's the only right thing to do. Fire them all. These guys are all trained. They were trained. They were armed to the teeth. They had a body armor. They had backup. They had other guys. They could have gone in, you know, 10, 12, 13, 15 strong and, and taken him out. In fact, they did after 77 minutes. But they were mulling around, getting, you know, sanitizing their hands, looking at their phones, hiding behind the walls. When this kid in Indiana with no training just pulls out the gun that he owned legally for this reason, just in case he came across, he encountered a bad guy with a gun. And again, it's sad. It's tragic that three people lost their lives to this scumbag, to this monster. But it could have been so much worth. I mean, if this were in Massachusetts or New York City or someplace where there aren't many guys, good guys with guns, you're talking dozens dead, maybe 30, 40, 50 dead, many more injuries, many more just wounded blood. Dead. It just, you can't even imagine the carnage. This kid had I, over a hundred rounds. I think it was a couple hundred. He was ready to go. And this hero stepped up and took him out and he doesn't get the credit, you know, he's he, because people uh, who, you know, gun control people want to believe, you know, this is not the solution. Here's why it is the solution is you can get rid of the AR-15, right? And you, know, you can ban it. You could, you could get rid of, or certainly get rid of the AR-15 for 20 year olds. This wasn't an AR-15. It was a Sig Sauer, but it was an AR-15 like gun. Get rid of them all, right? If you get rid of, if you have strict gun control, no concealed carry, no, no pistol permits, you know, the police chief doesn't give out any pistol permits. A guy like, this Sapperman, this evil bastard, a guy like Ramos, and they'll get a hunting rifle. Are you going to ban hunting rifles? Standard, you know, whatever. Uh, um, what would be the standard magazine on a hunting rifle? What would that hold? 10, 12, 15 at most? Like six, probably. Six. So, so say you get 10, 10 magazines, six. 
if nobody's shooting back or if the cops are all cowards, you could use every one of those bullets to kill someone with a hunting rifle. You don't need a weapon of war, an assault weapon. Hell, you could get handguns. You get shotguns. If nobody's going to stop you, what does it matter what kind of gun you have? I mean, what? Well, it's, 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 you know, you could get a bolt action rifle like Lee Harvey Oswald and take out one person at a time if nobody is shooting back. And again, you can come up, you could look at all the statistics, the number of gun crimes committed by legally licensed people with a legal concealed carry permit is almost zero. You know, it's like, it's like, I don't know, one or 2%. They don't, they're they're not the problem. They're not the ones committing the crimes. They're not the one killing people. It's people like Sapperman, who, by the way, bought his rifle legally at 20 years old in March. Uh, But I'm pretty sure bringing that into the mall and shooting people, that's against the law. So the criminals don't care. The criminals commit crimes. They don't care what your, what your rules are. They'll get a gun and they'll use it on innocent people. And thank God there's a hero like uh, Eli Dicken in the vicinity to take him out. But there, there was a bunch of you know liberals who didn't want to celebrate this. And I understand this doesn't help their argument. The fact it refutes their argument. This is a good guy with a gun. But um, here is uh, Shannon Watts. She's the founder of Moms Demand Action, a, a gun control group. She says when a 22 year old illegally brings a loaded gun into a mall and kills a mass shooter armed with an AR-15 after he already killed three people and wounded others, it's not a ringing endorsement for our implementation of the second amendment. Okay. What what is she talking illegally? This was legal. The chief of police, the mayor, I believe them. I was just watching the mayor. His name is uh, Mark Myers saying the same thing, saying Dickens is a hero. It was legal. He was, (laughs) he, he had it legally. Why can't you just say, thank God for this kid. Thank God for Eli Dickens, because God knows how many more innocent shoppers would be dead today. But there's a whole bunch of uh, liberals saying, you know, or whatever, gun control people, the Brady Project, saying, we can't celebrate this. You can't? Why not? Why not? At least until you ban all the guns, can't you celebrate a good guy who stops a bad guy? Can't we all agree? I mean, I mean, they made statues of George Floyd, (laughs) murals of George Floyd, a a drug-addled felon who brutalized and assaulted a pregnant woman who was on drugs, who resisted arrest. Uh, I mean, tragically, you know, he died. That's that's sad. But what did he ever do to earn a mural or a a statue? I'll give give you Eli Dickin. Tell me he doesn't deserve a statue. Tell me he doesn't deserve at least some kind of recognition, some kind of honor. Who was it that Biden put the Medal of Freedom on last week? Uh, oh, Megan Rapinoe, mm-hmm. Cindy McCain, a bunch of other worthless squishes. Uh, Megan Rapinoe, this purple-haired brat who who's all in favor of men playing in women's sports, who who was who was berating her teammates for not kneeling for the anthem. That woman was honored by the president. You think the president's going to honor Eli Dickin? I don't think so. But. Uh, for every, for every hero we have today, we have a number of villains, and we have this out of Vivaldi. Uh, we have that report, which is just scathing. The, uh, I, want, I read most of this 80-page, 77-page report. Oh, there he is. Let me get the details. We got the, uh, um, we got the video of the 
coward, one of the, I can't say he's the only coward of Evaldi, but this is Sanitizer Man. In case you were wondering if we were ever going to find out, you know, who he is and what his story is. The Daily Mail, once again, the Daily Mail, the best investigative journalists in America come from London. Um, Daily Mail and, and New York Post, the only two newspapers that really tell you the whole story these days. The identity of the Evaldi officer who used hand sanitizer while a gunman slaughtered 19 children and two teachers can be revealed as he's seen for the first time since the deadly shooting. Dailymail.com can reveal the officer dubbed hand sanitizer cop is Uvalde County Sheriff's Deputy Eric Gonzalez, 30 years old. Exclusive photos show Gonzalez attending mass on Sunday at the Getty Street Church of Christ in Uvalde with his wife and two children. Upon leaving the morning mass, the casually dressed cop opened the door of his black Chevy Silverado for his young daughter and wife. He then drove to a local Dairy Queen. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to guess there's lots of Evaldi cops at the Dairy Queen because we keep showing you video and photos. And it seems like almost all of them is uh, like 80 pounds overweight, could never pass a physical fitness test. Um, he went through the drive through and spent 30 minutes in the parking lot. Who gets ice cream after church? Like in the morning? When he arrived home, a DailyMail.com reporter attempted to speak with him about the events at the Rob Elementary School and why he used hand sanitizer during the shooting. He waved the reporter off and instructed his family to get back into the truck and sped off. DailyMail.com can also exclusively reveal the identities of the first seven police officers who arrived just minutes after the shooter entered Rob Elementary. Within minutes, these officers encountered gunfire and quickly backed away. And they have the names uh, of, of the cops, the cowards who ran and hid. And, uh, you know, we know, I mean, everybody knows at this point, everybody knows it's, uh, it's Arredondo, the guy, Arredondo, who said, please put the gun down after, I'm going to guess 15, 16 people were shot dead. Uh, after everyone knew it was a school shooter, he was saying, please, we can work this out. It's just so bizarre that the school police chief, who's been trained extensively in school shootings, how to handle school shootings, is or trying to negotiate with a crazed 18-year-old gunman who'd already killed at least a dozen kids and begging him to put the gun down. When, when was that? Where, where was that in the manual, chief? Where did somebody tell you that the way to stop... A school shooter is asked nicely. You think that's in the manual? A little highlighted area? Say please. Say please. But the parents, of course, are outraged. There was a good hearing where they were just venting and screaming at the cops saying, fire them all. Uh, they absolutely should. I mean, it's, it's, not even, it's not even a question. It's not even debatable. But uh, the, uh, I think you could start. Well, you start with Arredondo. Then I think you should get to Eric Gonzalez, sanitizer man. You know, there's a lot. You want to be a cop? There's probably other communities, other states, other countries. You can't be in a Valde anymore. You can't be going to Dairy Queen. Isn't that where parents of the traumatized children go? The kids who were in that school who got out alive, maybe a kid who got out alive and his sibling was murdered. Isn't that probably where they go? They have to look at this coward when they go for a for a free, what is it called? A Dairy Queen, the freeze or something? What's their special uh, Sunday called? Uh, the blizzard? Just, 
blizzard. I was, I knew you'd know. I mean, you don't know much, but I knew you'd know that one. The blizzard. <laughs> so you take your kids for a blizzard, and you got to look at this scoundrel. You got to look at this this weasel. The guy sanitizing his hands and looking at his phone. Yeah, Mark Mark texts in, and he's right. So they went to an active shooter drill a week or two before the tragedy. Yes, they did. They did it many times. These people were very experienced in uh, active shooter training, and there was nothing in the training. I guarantee if, if Eridano ever goes on trial, as he should, because he should spend his life in prison, which probably isn't that long, but they will prove that he was trained not to, 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 to negotiate through the door and beg the guy to put his gun down. Oh, it's just so disgusting. And again, you, 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 you want to know what they should have done? Look to Greenwood, Indiana. Look to Eli Dickin. Guy just calmly took out his sidearm, his Glock, and took out the active shooter with, with uh, 10 shots from 40 yards away. Why couldn't one of these cowards have done that? Just open the door. Hell, you got a shield. You know that he's, you can hear him shooting. So you can take him as he's killing a kid, not looking at the door. And even if he's looking at the door, you got dozens and dozens of guys in that hallway going all together. Try your luck. You're better off. You bet it would better off taking a bullet than living your life as a coward, which you're going to do now. But anyway, I don't want to, I want to detract from, uh, from, from Eli today. I want him to get full credit. I want him to get metal. It, it, he won't. That's what drives me nuts. I, I know he won't. He won't get recognition. He, maybe the NRA will give him an award, but you, you won't see him on with any late night show. You probably won't even, maybe you'll see him on with Tucker or, uh, or, uh, you know, Laura Ingram. He'll be on with Dana Lash on the radio, something like that, but he's not going to get his, his, uh, do even though he probably saved rough estimate. I don't know, 20, 25, 30 people. It's, uh, it's an amazing story, amazing courage. It's exactly what we've been talking about, the lack thereof in Ivaldi for weeks and weeks. But uh, we got more scoundrels to get to, more heroes and villains, including the biggest villain in uh, modern American history who's decided he's going to walk away after 50-something years. God, I can't stand. I, I, want, I want Fauci to hang in there. He's such an egomaniac. He might. I want him to hang in there so that he's investigated and fired. He can't just walk away and go wherever he's going to go in retirement, go to Wuhan or wherever he, his favorite place is. Uh, I want him fired. He's, I want him disgraced. I want him exposed. He's going to go to his uh, dog head eating laboratory with all the, the That's ants. That's true. They, the they, had to, they had to release like thousands of beagles from the place where he likes to torture beagles. That's his hobby. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that because he's always at work or he's on the, on the, on TV, but. Fauci has a hobby. He's very passionate about torturing and killing beagles. And I love beagles. I had a beagle as a kid. I have a half a beagle now. And I think that takes a real special kind of scoundrel to want to hurt a beagle. So I was reading about it. You know why they pick beagles? That's the choice of a breed because they're so friendly and so loving and so docile. They're easier to torture and kill. That's why this piece of garbage Anthony Fauci picks beagles to torture in these federally funded facilities, but they were forced by a judge, I believe, to release, I forget the number, you can look it up, it's like a thousand or two thousand beagles, that, and it's in Virginia, or North Carolina, it's down there, and they're literally putting up, you know, whatever, uh, posters or ads saying who wants a beagle, because we got lots of them available here, that's the kind of, that's, that these, these beagles have been freed from the clutches 
from the torment of our our wonderful public health uh, chief, guy who's got buildings named after him at Holy Cross. How, what is wrong with people? And name a building after this evil elf that, that, that created so much pain and chaos around the country. But I want to get to that because he made a big announcement. I guess I should welcome it. He's finally going to walk and leave the stage. He's, I mean, he'll still be at Oscar parties and, you know, he'll still be at the Tonys. He'll still be in the Long Island hanging with the, you know, the Cuomos and the, and the Howard Stern and the beautiful people, but he will no longer be running our public health system. Thank Christ. But uh, we'll get to that. But uh, first, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Shade Concrete, you know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, have you tried Callahan Coffee yet? Well, you should. It's really good stuff. Our first branded product, this is a premium dark roast blend roasted fresh to order in Waltham, Mass. The Callahan Coffee blend combines beans from three continents to create a unique natural coffee flavor rich with chocolate and sweet with caramel taste notes creating a full-body dark roast with low acidity. People keep telling us they love it. They keep ordering more. You got to try it. Callahan Coffee is a great way to directly support this show. So order now at CallahanCoffee.com. That's CallahanCoffee.com. I big announced this was story is broken by Politico, I believe. Uh, Politico, which obviously they love Fauci. You know, the establishment, the Democrats love Fauci. They ignore the fact that he funded the gain-of-function research, which gave us the virus. He financed the, the virus, created the virus. He lied about it. Many, 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 um, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, died because Fauci was so treacherous and dishonest. He discouraged uh, early treatment. He discouraged any any medication that would help you beat that they, they, they would that would that might deter people from getting vaccinated. Everything he did was designed to get you vaccinated. And we get an update on vaccines because people ain't buying it anymore. But everything you did was designed to uh, increase the bottom line for Pfizer and Moderna. We do not know the amount of kickbacks Fauci has taken. As he said proudly to Rand Paul in a hearing under oath, he said, we're not required to divulge that. He has probably taken millions from the drug companies. We don't know that. Hopefully some investigative reporter, you know, Judicial Watch or maybe, you know, maybe, maybe uh, Daily Mail or New York Post gets to the bottom of it eventually and find out just how much money this thief, this, this, this cretin has stolen and why. I mean, people died because he wanted to increase the bottom line, increase the revenue 
for Pfizer, create more Pfizer billionaires. That is true. That is not even debatable. Uh, this is the Politico story. The most famous scientist in America is facing retirement. Oh, I, I'm surprised they don't just call him science. You know, that's what he said. If you criticize me, you're criticizing science. So you denied people, you know, all these early treatments, these uh, remdesivir and hydroxychloroquine and these things, because they might not get vaccinated. They might hurt the bottom line of Pfizer. And we're supposed to consider you science. You want to force the vaccine on perfectly healthy young people. You want to shut down schools, mask children, create problems that you know that you that you know you're going to create you know kids will be depressed they'll get fall back in school they'll flunk out there'll be drugs suicide domestic problems domestic violence you didn't care you didn't care you were there to get famous and rich and god knows you did it and people absolute fools and ideologues like the people at holy cross will still worship you it's just such a disgraceful thing after more than five decades of federal service under seven presidents, Anthony Fauci says he's leaving at the end of President Joe Biden's term. In a wide-ranging interview with Politico, he spoke of his legacy, the hard truths about the country's pandemic response, and his desire to calm the politicization racking the country. Oh, my God. Jesus. Do these people have any dignity? These, these journalists have any shame? It's unbelievable. Fauci says, we're in a pattern now. If somebody says you'll leave when we don't have COVID, then I will be 105. I think we're going to be living with this. No kidding. We're living with it now. We don't need you. We don't need your, your overreaction, your overreach. You've made enough money. You've been on TV enough. Time to move on, old man. You're, you're 81. He's going to be 84 at the end of Biden's term. And he says, he might step down then. No, he would be fired then. Any Republican, any Republican, doesn't have to be Trump who hates him for obvious reasons. Trump's biggest mistake, biggest mistake. Is that the number of beagles? 4,000? Yeah. God, he is a monster. He had 4,000 purebred beagles planned to, to, to murder, to torture and murder, you know, for experiments, which is, it's, is questionable to, uh, to begin with. But just the idea that you have these things trapped in little cages and you have people who are planning on torturing them, doing experiments on them. He's just a despicable, disgraceful human being. Just the worst. Just the worst. He was nice enough Everything to cut their vocal cords, though. Wrong. Yeah. What's that? I said he was nice enough to cut their vocal cords before he did it, so no one heard them. <laughs> it's just, uh, what kind of person can do that? What kind I of person can take 4,000 beagles knowing you're going to torture and kill them? That's the head public. That's who the buildings are named after. That's who NYU honored. That's who, you know, all the, you know, CNN people invite to all their parties. Anthony Fauci, who's been wrong about everything, everything. Is anyone all in you know, on the school closings that are come in the, in the fall? Everyone ready to mask their children? Because this hack, this political hack, whose number one job was not to save people from COVID, was to get Biden elected. And he did it. And Biden owes him and Biden will always be, have a debt of gratitude because the because the little the little monster helped get him elected, but it's not all bad news. I mean, every I think most people are onto onto uh, Fauci and, and his scam and his scheme. This is uh, this is great news. There's uh, they're obviously they're telling 
where Biden made the announcement uh, a month ago now that great news, parents, your two-year-olds and one-year-olds and babies can get vaccinated. You get relief. Do you know how many children in America under the age of five have been vaccinated? <laughs> Ironhead, I know yours hasn't. Uh, I mean, you're dumb, but you're not that dumb. Two percent. Two percent. I would have guessed people more. Are, people are laughing at the evil elf now. He's telling him, you got to get your babies vaccinated. And they're saying, go screw. We're done with you. People aren't getting boosted. People aren't aren't listening anymore. They're, they're going to tell you to mask up in the fall. It's the midterm variant is coming. They need something. They're desperate. Republicans are uh, uh, preparing for a red wave. And Fauci, being the political hack that he is, is going to help. Deborah Burke's already helping. They're going to tell you that, oh, COVID's coming back and it's going to mutate and it's going to be worse and you got to mask up and you got to uh, shut down whatever you're going to distance and all this other crap. You realize the stuff. Sometimes you see people on Twitter post stuff from two years ago and it's remarkable. They, uh, there was a video yes last night of J.B. Pritzker, who's probably running for president, this, this obese slob from uh, Illinois. And he was ordering people during COVID who had boats that they weren't allowed to have two people, more than two people in a boat. And someone said, so if a parent has uh, uh, two kids with them, they can't take them both in the boat. And he goes, no, no, nope, can't do that. And I'm going, that was two years ago. That's when they were arresting paddle boarders. That's when they were told and telling people that they couldn't have funerals or wakes. Of course, when, you know, uh, George Floyd died, you had six funerals. You know, when John Lewis died, you had this extravagant look like a royal wedding when he died. There was no rules for them. The rules for normal people whose parents and grandparents were dying in nursing homes. They couldn't visit them. They couldn't say goodbye. And then they couldn't give them a proper send off because these tyrants, beginning with the evil elf, who's the one that made these calls for the whole country, like shutting down schools, closing businesses, destroying small businesses, hundreds of thousands of bars and restaurants and gyms and stores, just shut them down all on him. And we're supposed to think that he did a good job for America. There is no public official, no bureaucrat in the history of this country who did more damage. None. He's the worst of the worst. He's retiring. He shouldn't be retiring. He should be getting arrested. He should be getting frog marched in a orange jumpsuit to face charges. People died because of political decisions by this hack. We have the uh, that picture that you retweeted to prove what he's done to this country. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the cult, the cult of Fauci, well representative at a, uh, at a uh, I think a Rhode Island beach. Somebody sent this to me over the weekend. I tweeted it out and got a big reaction. This is the cult of Fauci. This is the job. I mean, you could... You could look to Jim Jones, Charles Manson, you know, any cult leader, Kirk Minahan. There's no no cult leader, no cult leader like Anthony Fauci. No one can hold a candle to him when it comes to uh, uh, just cultivating the devotion of these lunatics. Look at this woman swimming alone in the ocean. No one with near a mask her. on. Not even close well, to her. Right. It's like you see a occasionally up in Maine and New Hampshire, you see a motorcyclist with a mask and no helmet. It's just like people have been brainwashed by this, this evil elf and, and they are ready to go all in again. They, they feel somehow they feel protected and comforted by, by this man. And they want him to tell them what to do. They want him to say, well, put the mask back on. I mean, these people are insane. Uh, uh, 
people are all t- writing there telling me their uh, vaccine stories. Nobody, nobody's like saying, oh, good, I can't wait to get my. Have you talked to any parents? You have a two year old, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Any parents of two year olds you know getting their two year olds vaccinated? Uh, I'm sure I know a couple, but I don't think they're going to tell me. Right. I say this all the time. What if they came up with a vaccine for Alzheimer's? Would you get your two-year-old vaccinated for that? I mean, (laughs) it doesn't affect two-year-olds. You know the number of healthy children from age zero to five who have died from COVID in this country? Do you know the number? Two, four, six, something. Zero. Zero. Really? Zero. 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 None. And Fauci would never admit that because he needs you to buy well, he needs the government to buy the vaccine from Pfizer to keep his friends rolling in dough. That's his goal. That's what he does. Now that uh, certain people are no longer banned on Twitter, like Aaron uh, Alex Berenson, who sued and got back on Twitter and has done as much as anyone to expose the fraud, or our friend Jordan Schachtel on Twitter, follow him. He will expose this fraud every single day. It's great stuff. I think a lot of people, smart people, are catching on. This idiot swimming, this 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 cult member swimming in the in the ocean with a mask, she'll, she'll be all in, do whatever Fauci tells her in the fall. And then she'll obviously she'll vote for the Democrats. Cause that, that's a good thing. When people like this wear masks, it's like when people wear masks at the gas station, it makes it easier for us to know who to blame. You know, if you're at the gas station, you're paying five bucks a gallon you see someone with a mask, blame them. They're the ones they voted for Brandon. They, they, they did this to us. That person at the beach, she did this. She's the one that is responsible for the, all the problems in this country right now. But. <laughs> yeah. Life, <laughs> life's great. I love my choices. Thank God I did this. <laughs> <laughs> How can you think? Uh, whatever. whatever. We've talked so much. It's just something wrong in their brain. Like if I have, if I do this, there's some COVID germ, like droplet floating around out there. And if I don't have a mask, it'll get me. She doesn't look obese. She doesn't look old. Not that old. And uh, it's just freaking nuts. She's anyway. going to accidentally kill herself if that friggin' mask gets wet. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Hilarious. All right, we did the, uh, we did the Evaldi guy. We've got to get to the Colbert crew, but let's do live. We love the, uh, you're into the live thing. And I like the live thing too. I was thinking about this. Obviously, Phil Mickelson was the biggest deal for live golf. They gave him 200 million bucks, even though he's kind of washed up. He's probably not going to win a lot, but he was a big name. He took all the abuse, all the, all the spears, all the bullets for the other guys and Dustin Johnson and, you know, uh, Taylor Gooch and the rest of them, uh, Pat Perez and Patrick Reed could slip in on, you know, kind of on Phil Mickelson's wake in Phil Mickelson's wake. So it worked. And some of them were making insane amount. And what was Bryson DeChambeau? They asked him, he was, 125 million and he said more yeah more than 125 million i'm sorry i'm not i can't blame him i can't blame i I would be a hypocrite i'll say it again i said it before i grew up in a raytheon household my father worked for raytheon for 40 years raytheon has a headquarters in riyadh raytheon makes billions in saudi arabia mike you know that's that's kept the roof over my head and uh you know a bologna sandwich on my table love bologna or a ham the hamburger helper, you know, we had, we, we, we ate like we were poor, even though we weren't, but, uh, so I'm not going to say you can't take Saudi money. And again, I love, I really like Rory McIlroy. I do. I like him. I like, you know, what, you know, Tiger Woods. I, I kind of like him coming around on, them. they sit there with Nike swooshes and they just, 
uh, they, they just uh, excoriate the live guys for taking Saudi money. They're taking Chinese money. They're taking money. Their stuff is literally made by slave labor. We're, we're going to make moral judgments here. We better look in the mirror first. Again, I like Rory. He seems like a great guy. And he does seem like he has noble intentions to keep the PGA Tour the best it could be and the best competition. But he's Tiger's made a billion dollars. Rory's made like a half a billion. If you're Matthew Wolf or Taylor Gooch and someone says, here's $75 million to play eight tournaments, three-day tournaments, how do you turn that down on moral grounds? I think it's asking a lot. When these guys go into the sport, when they make it, their number one goal, they could say it's to win majors, they could say it's to win tournaments. Their number one goal is to make a living, to, to make a living. That's what everyone's goal is to start. And that gets, you check that off the box, you check that box off the list as soon as you sign to play eight tournaments with the live tournament. And by the way, did you see the jet that they, they provide for the players? You saw that video, Oh right? my God, it was unreal. You can pop it up there. It's out there. They, there's a video inside the live private jet provided by the Saudi government, by the, you know, uh, the evil crown prince and Dustin Johnson's on, I think Pat Perez. And it looks like a float, a flying nightclub. And they fly these guys to the tournament. They play three rounds, no pressure, quicker. They play quicker than the PGA and they're done. And they make 50, 75, a hundred million dollars. I can't blame them. Anyway, the big announcement yesterday, was brilliant, a brilliant move by Craig Norman and the Saudis. They signed David Faraday. Now he is, if you don't know, he's a color commentator guy, he's an announcer, he's a former player, he's from Ireland. He's a funny, funny guy. He's 63 years old. I don't know how much money he makes, but I guarantee he's got a pretty easy gig covering the live tournament and they're paying him probably 10, 15, $20 million. It's a great move. I was thinking about this Sunday watching the British Open they need more, you know, irreverent guys. They have Gary McCord on sometimes, but the serious, you know, Gary Cokes, these announcer guys that are breaking down, you know, the swing and the club speed, they're fine. They're fine. I guess you need them. But the funny guys like David Faraday, they make it the viewing experience so much better. He's a funny guy and a reverent guy, and he is a great move. Here's the video, if you're watching along with us, of the live guys on their... How, how wide is this thing? No this idea. is an airplane. This is an airplane for these guys. And it looks like... And they even have purple lighting. It looks like a nightclub. And they're sitting around. There's a bar and they're drinking and there's food and there's, and there's women. <laughs> I don't know if they're their wives. And these are the guys just... And they're wearing their shorts and their sweats. And they fly them to wherever, to Portland, Oregon, Pumpkin Ridge, or they fly them to Boston so they can play in Bolton on Labor Day weekend. By the way, they're at Trump's course in Bedminster, New Jersey next week. And then they don't play again until Labor Day. You get 50, 70, 100 million dollars and you play like once a month. That is a real hard thing to turn down. But anyway, that was the big news yesterday, David Faraday, but the rumors are even bigger. Here's the rumors. The next guy to sign... Hall of Famer, legend, Charles Barkley. That will be brilliant. So good. Now, you and I you and I have watched the Live Tournament on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's no one now. Well, is there, I can't even remember. Was there an announcer? There's no commercials. It's kind of strange viewing experience, but they don't have a TV contract, and they're signing TV guys. Isn't yeah. that 
They're uh, they're they're in this for the long haul. I think the uh, the guys that are doing it now are these two British dudes I've never heard of. I don't think. Um, but the next thing I saw that's happening is you know how there's teams. Well, right. people are sponsoring teams coming up in a and roughly for like a billion dollars. Like it's crazy, stupid money. <laughs> and and Barkley's already said his quote was for two when they were asked about Mickelson taking two hundred million. He said, "I'd kill a relative for two hundred million." <laughs> Barkley Barkley has no compunction. He will he will sign the deal. He will do it, and he'll make it fun. Yeah, he's great on those. He's great on those big matches with Brady and Peyton Manning. Those things. He's funny. He's a golfer who sucks at golf, and he's just a reverent guy that holds nothing back. So you would have a broadcasting team. I don't know who the play-by-play guy is, but you'd have David Faraday, Charles Barkley. Who wouldn't want to watch that? And then you'd have you know Dustin Johnson and maybe, maybe British Open champion. This is the other rumor. In fact, TMZ is reporting it, I believe, that Cam Smith is close to signing with the Live Tour. Here's the problem they have is guys like Cam Smith, we've seen it, we've talked about it, they have no soul, man. This guy is a killer. He's an assassin. He doesn't, he, he, I know we got emotional a little bit when he got the trophy, but on the course, he is just completely tunnel vision, which makes him great. So you're not going to, I don't think you're going to tap into his emotion or his sentiment that easily. I know he's got his major, he's got his money. And now they're saying to play one tournament a month for a hundred million bucks. <laughs> he's going to go, I'm young. I'll do it for a couple of years. And I'll have enough money to take care of my family for generations. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cam Smith go. Who else did you say? You got the odds in front of you. Who's? Let me uh, pull that back up here. It's um, Hideki Matsuyama, um, Adam Scott, because uh, there's rumor that there's going to be an all-Australian team because apparently uh, they're going to Australia next year for some sort of event. But uh, Cam Smith um, has the best odds. It's basically a lock. Adam Scott, Hideki Matsuyama, and Tommy Fleetwood are all negative money. (laughs) Well, you know what? They've uh, got my interest. Next week in New Jersey at the Trump course. By the way, Trump is getting criticized. There was a protest from the 9-11 families. Trump doesn't care. The PGA Tour screwed him, and this is revenge, and Trump obviously loves revenge, and he would do this. He wouldn't care if they had, you know, parts of Khashoggi's body buried under each green. He would still host the tournament because the he wants to get the PGA Tour back. They did. They screwed him. PGA Tour screwed Trump. He did nothing. He was a good partner. He had great courses, but they they buckled under pressure from the anti-Trump forces and pulled their tournament out of, I believe, out of Doral and I think it was a women's tournament, whatever it was in Benminster, but no more tournaments on Trump courses. Because, because I don't know, because of whatever the, 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 the Democrats and media matters and media people all, all were kicking and screaming. So the PGA tour folded, buckled. All right. Speaking of folding and buckling, I knew this was coming. It still makes me sick. It's still nauseating. Uh, let me get the story up here. Uh, this is from, uh, we got to do Fox news because they're the only ones that tell the truth about this one, but. The Colbert Nine were cleared of unlawful entry charges Monday after staffers for the Late Show with Stephen Colbert were caught recording comedy skits inside the House office building after hours without permission in June. Now, they released a long statement here from the U.S. attorney. And the key thing is that they weren't the individual's who entered the building on two separate occasions were invited by congressional staffers to enter the building 
and were never asked to leave by the staffers, though members of the group had been told at various points by the U.S. Capitol Police that they were supposed to have an escort. So they were never asked to leave. Do you know how many people are in jail or have been in jail, have been convicted for uh, crimes on 9-11? I mean, on 9-11. This is worse than 9-11, of course. On January 6th. (laughs) How dare you? How many people people were not asked to leave? Hundreds and hundreds while mulling around the Capitol. We saw video. I don't understand how you even have a case. Well, actually, I do understand because you try them in front of a jury in D.C. You don't move the case. Ninety. Like 98% of D.C. residents are, are Democrats who hate Trump supporters, so they convict them no matter what. But hundreds of them were arrested, tried, convicted, even though nobody asked them to leave. That's the pretense for dropping the charges against Colbert crew who trespassed and weren't asked to leave. They were told they needed an escort. They didn't have one. They broke the law. They should face the same they should be in jail. There should be no bail. There should be no charges for at least a year and a half. All nine of them, including that stupid puppet, should be in jail now. But, hey, they play for the right team. We have a two-tiered justice system in this country. We knew this was coming. We knew they weren't going to really pay a price. We knew the crime that the people who are still in the deplorable jail, the, the crime they actually committed was supporting Trump, not supporting Biden. That is their crime. That's why many of them, many of them are still in jail. That's why some of them are going to go in jail for a long, long time. There's one guy who's facing 15 years. He wasn't arrested until months later. They looked at the video and they saw that he had a side on a pistol in a, in a holster. So they identified that on the video. They arrested him. He's facing like gun charges, even though he didn't use the gun and it was legal. He's facing 15 years. The prosecution's asking for 15 years for mulling around the Capitol with a legal sidearm. That's going to happen. The guy who, the trial's begun for the guy, this guy Bebo, who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He's going to do hard time. I predict he will do more time than the guy who burnt the Minneapolis police station to the ground. That guy did four years, is doing four years. He'll do more time than the two lawyers in Los, in New York who firebombed an NYPD cruiser with the intention of murdering cops. The two lawyers had their charges uh, reduced on the urging of the Biden DOJ because they're on the right team. They're doing two years. Two years for firebombing an NYPD cruiser in an attempt to kill cops. They will do less time than the guy who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. You watch. Didn't the guy that put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk also take her mail, though? I don't know if it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The one of them is facing the federal charges. The funniest one, and he'll do, I shouldn't say funny. The guy who took the podium. That was so funny. The cameras. That was so funny. It was hilarious. He's, I haven't, I think he's still in jail with no bail, but he is, yeah, that's right. He's, <laughs> he will do, again, he will do more time than the two lawyers who firebombed an NYPD cruiser. All right, we've got a couple more things to get to. I should get the get get the name of the guy who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He's got this dumb. He's kind of crazy. I'll give him the. He is a lunatic. He got out with an ankle bracelet. He did not have to stay without bail, but he's going to go back in. He's got nicknames like Bebo or BB, and he's a little nuts. And when he goes to trial, I don't know if he's going to testify, but it won't go well because he's a little nutty. And that's you're not allowed to be nutty if you're, unless you're you know with Stephen Colbert. Shouldn't they convict him of something? Convict him of nine people and a puppet sent to Washington, D.C. To, to make a skit, to make a bit. And I'm sure it was terrible. I'm sure it wasn't funny. I mean, they should be convicted of something. 
just drop all the charges. You can go now because you're on the right team. <clears throat> I don't get it. Richard Barnett. Here we go. Yeah, Richard Barnett. Do you have his nickname in front of you? They call him like something stupid. But anyway, Richard Barnett, he's from, uh, I think he's from Texas down south. And he was, you know, stupid. Put his feet up on the desk and posed for the cameras. By the way, he says a journalist, uh, a photographer, told him to do that. Put the feet up and posed him. And he did it like an idiot. His <laughs> nickname is Big O, B-I-G-O. Big O, Big O, Big O. Yeah, Big O is, uh, he's in trouble. Big Copyright O is going to do hard time putting your feet up on queen pelosi's desk that is much much worse than burning a police station to the ground and hoping to kill a bunch of cops but all right let's get to this before we we got to get to the uh, the biden montage we have a great biden montage a hilarious biden gaff montage by the way it's only a year and a half in can you imagine how long the montage is going to be at the end of four years i do want to do this parade though do you have video of this parade this is hilarious the story broke yesterday that a, a parade in Philadelphia, I don't even know what the occasion is, but they have characters, mascots in the parade. Now, I don't know this character. It's been a while since I've uh, uh, watched Sesame Street, but these are Sesame Street characters. And what's this character's name? I, I could not uh, tell you. You don't know your Rosita. Her name is Rosita. Yeah, that was got to be a new one. Muppets. It was a, okay, here's the story from TMZ. A viral moment at Sesame Place Amusement Park appears to show Muppet character Rosita (laughs) ignoring or rejecting two black children. And now the family's retaining an attorney to investigate and possibly sue. Bivory Lamar is the attorney repping the family who interacted with Rosita at the Philadelphia park. And he tells TMZ they want to investigate the incident by interviewing other people who are in attendance and evaluating other Rosita videos popping up online. Wasn't even a white character. The other clips, <laughs> the other clip. Yeah. What, 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 what race is Rosita? I guess it'd probably be his, I don't know what, yeah. I don't, uh, there was no Rosita. When my kids were younger, there was no Rosita Neither. on Sesame street that I recall. The other clips show similar situations where Rosita refusing to high five or interact with kids of color. Lamar says all options are on the table, including a lawsuit. Uh, the video was from Saturday showing the character giving high fives to people in front of the two young girls and then allegedly gesturing to them, but denying them the opportunity to interact. The family says they're quote, completely appalled by what they call intentional mistreatment of the young girls. Now, uh, you playing this? Let me. Um, um, let me. Okay, can we play the video? You tell me if this looks like a racist who's not shaking hands with black kids, or it looks like a guy just messing around, or a woman. I don't even know if it's a guy or a woman messing around with the kids. I mean, she kind of goofs around, and pretends like you know you you do a high five sometimes and you pull it back, you know, too slow, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. It looks like he's goofing around, or she is goofing around with these kids. But you be the judge. Go ahead and play it. How can you do that to kids in general? It's just fucking. But they come up without it. The kids look. Oh, they look so sad. They didn't get a high five, Rosita. But there's also there's other video of Rosita allegedly, you know, snubbing black kids. But there's also video of Rosita snubbing white kids. I mean, you're really going to sue? <laughs> Who do you sue? The person in the freaking stupid costume? 
And and by the way, the, the, the kid, she walks by or he or she, whatever, walks by a thousand kids a day, I assume. Every time you're in that costume, you probably snub some kids and you probably shake. I mean, there's going to be video of that character shaking black kids' hands or high five. Don't you agree? I mean, there will be plenty of video of that character high five and black kids and snubbing white kids. A lawsuit? I mean, that is just absurd. A lawsuit. Here's what happens, though. The Rosita's walking down the street, high-fiving every white person in sight, gets to these two kids, and then just goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> walks away. Oh, that, that, that'd be wild if, they have, if, he, if, he, if she or he never, ever shakes hands with a black kid. <laughs> then maybe you got something on them, but maybe we'll get them fired. That's what they'll do. We'll get them fired. But they, and then they'll get some, whatever, freak passes. I hope there's from a Sesame Street theme park. I hope um, there's like a black box, like in an airplane in that mascot uniform. Hear what they're saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they take off the mascot uniform. It's frigging like David Duke or something. Guy's, guy's got a Klansman thing and he's got like a swastika scar on his cheek. <laughs> Little teardrops coming out of his eye for all the people. He's oft in prison. <laughs> he's, he's just, he's, he's like Ed Norton in American History X. He's got a huge swastika on his chest. <laughs> He's tabletop and black kids with Kermit just kneeling behind him and he pushes him. Uh, no, he's a curb stomping, curb stomping the kids. Oh, that will be wild. It's probably some little woman, you know, college girl doing an internship or something. Just saying, I was just goofing around with the kids, but I saw some video immediately last night. There was a big thread, you know, big debate about whether this was racist. And of course, and there was a couple of videos. Parents take videos of their kids when they go to this place of the thing of the character not high-fiving white people and high-fiving black kids. It's not, it's just absurd. You imagine saying, oh, I don't like what that did to my kid. I'm going to sue. <laughs> people have lost their friggin' minds. I'm going to sue. But anyway, I didn't think I think about I never even knew there was a Sesame Street theme park. What do you suppose? What do you suppose Oscar the Grouch did? Do you think Kermit the Frog was slapping high fives with all the black kids and the white kids and the gay kids and the trans kids and the Hispanic kids and the tacos, the taquitos? I think I think uh, Grover's throwing uh, half-eaten apples at a. Uh, <laughs> Grover's, Grover's pointing his crotch, said, "Right here, bitches." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll be, I'll be, we'll be following that case carefully to see how this uh, lawyer does suing Sesame Street for its racist character. But man, we have lost our freaking minds. Anyway, let's end with a, end with a laugh, at least for me, for you, a laugh. And some people don't find this funny because, you know, he has his finger on the nuclear button. He's going to determine whether our young people go die for his, uh, corrupt friends in Ukraine. You know, he's destroyed 4 million people across the Southern border in a year and a half. He's done his best to destroy the country as we know it. But you do have to take a moment to laugh at the absolute mess that we have, uh, we've uh, installed, we've elected uh, as uh, the 46th president. I mean, this is a brief montage of him on his cognitive difficulties on display for all the world to see. We laugh because, you know, it's a joke that this guy's, but, but what is the, what are they thinking in the rest of the world? What are they thinking in China and Russia and, and, and Iran and, and Saudi Arabia? I mean, they're watching the saying that guy for two and a half more years, not possible. That guy, 
got 81 million votes. How is that possible? It's scary, but it's also funny. Let's uh, watch a little montage. This is from uh, Media Research Center. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, um, RNC Research on Twitter. Oh, RNC. Oh, cool. RNC Research on Twitter. Another excellent follow who follows his uh, struggles very closely, but uh, they put this together yesterday. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway, from <laughs> from uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte, one uh, another line going from in, in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, uh, yeah, America is a nation that can be defined in a single favorite. word. I was going to put him uh, foot. The idea that. Um, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons: one, to we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is. Let uh, me uh, say it another way. But the nature, <laughs> not a solid meeting with um, with. Uh, the uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what <laughs> drives the driver uh, in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. We want to expand peak pre-K for three and four-year-olds, millions of pre-K. The, um... <laughs> Oh, those quiet, those, those silent when he just loses his way. That is painful. That is painful. That's not just That is disturbing. That is, uh, <clears throat> Tucker Carlson says he has a source, inside source, and I believe him, of course, that say they medicate him heavily just before they can, like, put him out on, in front of the public. He has to be totally uh, medicated to, to even step in front of the cameras. And they knew this. They did this during the campaign. People like Jill Biden, the worst elder abuser in the world, and, you know, Ron Klain, Barack Obama, the whole crew, they knew he was a cognitive mess before he began running for the the president. They hit him in the basement. They allowed the media to do the campaigning for him, which they did. They got him elected, and now they know he's incapable of uh, uh, doing the job, but they don't care. The, The goal was to get Trump out and destroy the country as we knew it, and they have succeeded wildly so far. But anyway, uh, there'll be more to add to that any, any minute now. Oh, he's off. He's got no events scheduled today. He had none yesterday. The president just takes two days off in the middle of the week, Monday, Tuesday, takes two days off to rest up because he had a four day trip on Air Force One, which is probably almost as nice as that live jet. <laughs> no kidding. Anyway, anyway, we'll leave it there for today. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening and texting lots of texts and any, any good ones that I missed. Yeah, they're all about uh, Fauci. People are with me on Fauci. Fa- yeah, Fauci, want, he would love to kill Bug the Chug. There's no question. He looks at Bug the Chug. He said, well, I want to torture that dog. That tells you about a person. Anyone who could p- torture a beagle is not a quality individual. This is an awful, horrible human being. And uh, I, I hope that when Republicans take control, that immediately it becomes their top priority to investigate this scoundrel and hopefully criminally charge him. He belongs, he should rot in prison. 
in his final years. He caused so much damage to this country. But anyway, I've, uh, I've said enough. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. And you too, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. The Master OP stands on the side of the taxpayer, on the side of parents, and on the side of law enforcement. If your priorities align with ours, we need you to get out and vote Republican. Go to massgop.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.